podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. No breaks. No breaks. No fear. No fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome back. I'm Ian Brannan, and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Dale Allett, who is the operations director at Peterborough Speedway and Kings Lynn Speedway, as well as being a promoter at Kings Lynn and previously a team manager. He's done loads in Speedway, and Peterborough is the venue for the new Premiership Pairs competition. We'll have a full look ahead to that. Plus, we'll look back at the action on Monday night. Live on Eurosport, it was the Sheffield Tigers who sprang a bit of a surprise on the Ipswich Witches. Dial around the outside. He's- He's going to win the race, but the night will belong to the Tigers. We'll hear from the victorious Kyle Howarth and Simon Stead, plus Richie Hawkins ruining a missed opportunity after the Ipswich Riches got off to such a great start in that fixture. We'll also hear a little from Mark Lemon as well, as uh, Bellevue defeated the Kingsland Stars, but only Justin Kingsling claimed their first points on the road, and we'll look ahead to the fixtures coming up over the next week or so as well. And as Dale Alec joins us, he can update us on the situation regarding Niels Christian Everson. Is he here to stay? And we'll have a look ahead to all the lineups and everything that's in store for the Premiership Pairs competition, which gets underway at one of the tracks Dale Alec looks after, of course, as the Director of Operations, Peterborough. And that all begins on Monday. No brakes, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Lots to get through, another busy week in British Speedway and a brand new competition to tell you about as well. Uh, but first of all, let's introduce our guest who's joining us through the course of the episode today. It's Operations Director at Peterborough Panthers and the Kingsland Stars, Dale Allett. Uh, Dale, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you along and tell us about the season so far because uh, with um, Kingsland and Peterborough, must be a, a busy time for you and mixed fortunes for the two sides. Yeah, I mean, this time of year is always, you know, full on um, as you start to get into the season. Um, and ironically, last year was uh, two clubs with completely different fortunes. Um, and Peterborough started really well this year uh, with a home and away win over Ipswich. Um, but found things a little bit tough the last few matches um, with riders being a little bit out of form. So, But I'm sure they'll get that right. Um, you know, they're a very experienced team, so they've been there and done that. Um, and Kingsland off the back, off the back of a uh, point at Bellevue, which uh, was a really good result for them on uh, on Monday. Oh, well, let's talk about that fixture right now because Kingsland opened their Premiership account with a battling effort to take a league point from a 48-42 defeat at Bellevue. The Miners and Brady Stars fought back from 12 points down to force a last-heat decider, and although Max Frick secured a win for the Aces, Niels Christian Everson did enough to secure the visitors some reward as well with that uh, one point on the board in the league for the away win at the National Speedway Stadium. Uh, in a moment, we'll hear from Alex Brady. First of all, to you, Dale. I mean, it must be great to get that first point on the board and particularly at a place like Bellevue where of course you'll well know that Peterborough had such a tough time at the the start of the season there with such a huge hammering against Bellevue to come away with a point is uh, is a great reward yeah the boys did a great job as did Alex because um, you know they, they were down up to a heat 10 and they fought back really well um, going into the last few heats uh, it could have gone either way really but uh, to come away from a point Having been, I think it was 12 points down at one stage, it's uh, it's a very, very good result. And we'll see what happens uh, in the return fixture at Kings Lynn on uh, Thursday night. 
Well, after the fixture at the National Speedway Stadium, Lee Wilde caught up with Alex Brady. Alex, tough result for the Kings boys, but you pushed the home team all the way. Yeah, we did. I mean, after Heat 10, I thought it was written off a little bit, but it shows the character of this group to, to fight back and, and come away with a hard-earned point tonight. So, yeah, pleased overall. We came for, for four, but I'll take one. What were you doing in the pits to spark that comeback? Because it was a real turnaround. Uh, it wasn't me, it was the boys. They, 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 they knew they hadn't done themselves justice in the uh, sort of middle block of heat, so uh, they, they knew they had to pull together. And yeah, it's nothing to do with me, it's all, all down to them. So yeah, they, uh, they, they pulled together and, and made some starts and did, did their jobs. Track conditions were tough tonight. How much did the team come into that with their knowledge? Yeah, it's, it's difficult. Obviously, it's, this place is a leveller anyway at the rest of the times. Obviously, the track conditions as they were, it made it real leveller. So it's, it's quite even at the start. They adjusted a little bit quicker than we did, as you'll probably see from heat seven through to round 10. Um, but then once we made those changes, we, we proved we're a match for them. So hopefully when we come back here in a, in a few weeks' time, we'll be much stronger. Well, Kingsland co-promoter and Director of Operations at Kingsland and Peterborough is Dale Allett, and he's with us in this episode. And you don't have to wait that long for revenge because this Thursday, Bellevue, of course, is going to be the visitors at the Adrian Flux Arena. Not quite sure exactly what the lineup's going to be for Bellevue at the time of recording this, but always stern opposition. Yes, very much so. Um, I think uh, Kingsland have got some great riders that uh, go really well, um, you know, around Kingsland. So it'll be a really interesting uh meeting um, and if the, if the racing's anything like it has been at Kingsley in the last few meetings especially with Josh Pickering who produced another stunning ride on uh, on Monday um, then I think the fans are in for a treat and Josh Pickering you mentioned there I mean what entertainment he provided at the National Speedway Stadium taking on the uh, the man who won the Grand Prix at the weekend in Warsaw Max Frick and keeping at him throughout the race and in the last lap steaming past him exciting stuff but I mean fans of Edinburgh fans of Sheffield will be no stranger to the antics of Josh Pickering and now as captain as well um, a real captain's performance and exciting to watch yeah I mean he's been doing it at Kings Lynn a few times um, some of the racing he's, the moves he's pulled off are amazing um, so we're kind of getting used to that from Josh but uh, very determined and got a big future um, you know like you say Max won the Grand Prix uh, on Saturday and uh on that particular occasion, uh, Josh, you know, went past like he was stood still. So, um, a lot of rivalry between the between the Aussies as well. So, uh, I think we're in for you know with Brady as well a, a good night Thursday. We've seen some exciting racing, particularly among the Australian contingent. Is there a sort of a some kind of side league going on within within the Aussie camp? Because some of the races, you think, why are they going at it so much? And uh, I mean, it's exciting to watch, but. What's the, what's the score with the Aussies? Yeah, they all want to be the you know the bragging rights. Uh, I know Josh has said he wants to be every one of every team um, throughout the season with the Aussies. So he's 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 knocking them off as he's doing it. So um, yeah, he's uh, he's a breath of fresh air to be fair. And uh, as you said earlier, he's really stepped up to the to the captain's role. Just to talk about the two clubs that you work across at the moment with with both Peterborough and Kings Lynn, the two sides fortunes have reversed you could argue this season Peterborough had a terrific year last year Kings Lynn didn't have the best of it this year we've seen Kings Lynn get off to a great start getting to the League Cup final Peterborough struggling um, with, with their results so far but that's how Speedway can go sometimes isn't it and the, the, the fortunes have reversed yeah I mean like we said earlier the uh, the first two matches home and away win over Ipswich um, and it's been difficult for Peterborough because they, they faced Kings Lynn uh, firstly without Ben Basso, um, who was on uh, under-21 duty, and then came to Kings Lynn without Michael Palm-Toff. So they've had a few issues with, with their team, um, everyone being on you know available at the same time. But 
one thing without the Grand Prix riders that they've got in there in in, in Bomber and, and Scott Nichols and Hans, you know, they've got loads of experience, and I'm sure that they'll put that right. Um, sometimes results don't always, you know, tell the whole story. So um, we'll see what happens. I think Peterborough were quite capable of going on a run and uh, rectifying that. That's Dale Allitt. He's our guest this week on No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. And uh, speaking about one of Dale's tracks in more detail in the next part of this, because it is going to be the Premiership Pairs starting on Monday and it gets underway at Peterborough. So more about that to come. Right now, just turn our attention for a little while to the fixture that was uh, on Eurosport on Monday night. If you're watching that, it was at Foxhall and it was Sheffield who produced a fine comeback at Ipswich to make maintain their magnificent start to the season. Sheffield Tigers stamping their authority on the heat number 14. It's going to go to the last race, but the pressure will be on the home team when and truly. Here we go. One more corner. They come to the conclusion of the race. Super stuff for the Tigers. They're in charge with one more race to go. Massive 5-1 in heat number 14. They've got a four-point lead going into heat 15. The Sheffield Trueplant Tigers ran out 47-43 winners at Foxhall on Monday despite being eight points down with just two races gone. They almost found themselves on the receiving end of a third straight 5-1 in heat three before Captain Carl Howarth and Tobias Musilak benefited from a mistake from Witches skipper Danny King in a key early early moment. From then on in, the Tigers found their feet with seven race winners and six heat advantages as they added another three league points to their premiership tally. We'll hear from team boss of the Ipswich Witches, Richie Hawkins, in a moment, but first let's hear the thoughts of the victorious Simon Stead and Sheffield captain Kyle Howarth speaking with Samer Malenko on Eurosport. First of all, Kyle, team captain, great effort from your side. Yeah, definitely. From um, After the first two weeks, that wasn't the game plan at the start, but um, we managed to come back and we ticked away through the meeting and we started making a few little changes, what would help us. And the team, we just kept performing and working together and we managed to uh, get the job done in the end. There's nothing like coming down to Heat 15, is it, Simon? Well, you know, I'd prefer not to, but uh, for the neutral, it's great, isn't it? But, you know, um, I always felt confident that, you know, even after the first couple, I knew if we could find the setup, keep working hard, doing what we're doing, uh, we're bouncing off each meeting, and um, it was important to to just concentrate on what we were doing and getting through the meeting. And um, look, we got to heat 15 and got the job done. That was the most important thing. It's, it's quite impressive when you get a team that is going going to an away match, and you start not finding your feet from straight off, and you got to really dig deep, don't you? Yeah, definitely. It's been a bit of a slow start for the uh, Sheffield Tigers. Obviously, we've had a bit of a gap. We got going, and then we've had a bit of a gap. And we've got a good, fo- uh, a good run of meetings now. And you could just tell the lads like it's a, just a good bunch of lads who are having fun, and seven lads who are just coming here. And like I said, it was a bit slow off the mark today. But we, we come in, and after everyone had a ride, we'd made a few changes. We knew the gates, what gates were working better, and we kind of worked on that to help us. To have Chris Harris in the team for Jack Holder. I mean, he came in, didn't look so good at the beginning, did he? But he picked himself up. None of us, apart from Kyle, looked very good in the beginning. So um, I think what, what you do get with Bomber is is always 110%. Um, and that's why we picked him. You know, we knew he would come here and give it his best shot. Obviously, I would have liked to have turned out with, our, with, with Jack. We'd like to be a full, complete seven. Um, but, but Bomber, in fairness to him, he always gives 110%. And he came in and did a great job. 
Sheffield team manager Simon Stead there speaking with Sam Malenko. Well, let's hear from the other side of the pits because the Ipswich Witches must be left ruining their lead that they threw away after a fantastic start to the meeting. They let it slip away from them. Let's hear from Richie Hawkins, the Ipswich team manager, speaking to Abby Stevens from Eurosport. Yeah, obviously after starting off so well, it's disappointing to then yeah, lose it, but we simply weren't strong enough really. We We probably only had two riders out of the whole team that will be really happy with their night um, yeah same as like we've been getting away with it a little bit the last two meetings we've had a few mistakes and certainly against Sheffield who are at the moment the strongest and informed team in the league they've punished us and what do you do from this point when you have got two riders that were dominant but Jason Doyle said it just not clicking as a team yeah we didn't tonight I think we just regroup we, it's a long season so obviously nothing's won now so you know, Sheffield are setting the standard and that's what we need to to increase up to and we've got we've got the capabilities in the team to do that. So it's not disastrous, it's not panic stations, but yeah, disappointing. But I think we regroup and if we can win next week, we're sort of back on track. And a brilliant night for for Daniel Hume and we were speaking to him before the meeting and this sort of success of the rising star that he was able to come in and cover for Anders Rowe, but a shot window for him tonight and he, he really rode well. He's been brilliant. Like Daniel was with us a few years ago in the championship and was going great until he had a really nasty injury and he's gone away and he's he's come back up from right from the bottom league and forced his way back into the team now with versus. Yeah, it's a great effort and he's certainly taken it with both hands and yeah, he's a great lad, so yeah, he's been brilliant to have in the team. That's the Ipswich team manager, Richie Hawkins, chatting with Abby Stevens on Eurosport on Monday night. Televised fixtures on Eurosport have a little bit of a break. The French Open tennis is on over the next couple of weeks, which is always going to be a gap in the schedule. But uh, Speedway will be back uh, in the first week of June, back live on Eurosport. In the meantime, something new coming your way. On Monday, the Premiership Pairs competition gets underway with Round 1 at Peterborough. A brand new competition in British Speedway's Premier it's a competition that uh, has happened on one-off occasions, of course, but um, this is going to be over six rounds with a round at each track in the Premiership. More details about that from uh, one of the men involved in hosting the first round at Peterborough, Dale Allett, who's our guest in the episodes today. We'll speak with Dale all about the Premiership pairs and we'll go through the lineups as well and much more in the next part of No Breaks, No Fear. No Breaks, No Fear the official British Speedway podcast. Welcome back. Good to have you along with us. Now for something completely different. A new competition launches in British Speedway next week. Starting on Monday, the first round of the new Premiership Pairs competition gets underway. There's going to be six rounds in total, uh, a round being held at every Premiership track. The scores will accumulate as we go through the course of the competition. There's basically a round uh, every month, really, um, apart from July, where there's two rounds. And it all ends in September at uh, Bellevue's National Speedway Stadium. Dale Allett is with us. Now, Dale, you, um, being one of the promoters in British Speedway's Premiership, were party to the discussions that happened over the course of the winter with all the promoters looking to invent something new for British Speedway, something new for the fans. Just let us in on those um, discussions and, and how you came about this particular idea. Yeah, lots of ideas. We, we, we had lots of meetings over the winter. It was quite obvious that um, because we only have six teams in the 
in the league at the moment, um, fixtures can become very repetitive. Um, you know, you, you race home and away twice, but that's only 10 fixtures um, for each home track. So a couple of things like the League Cup was brought back um, and the pairs thought, you know, this could be something really different. Um, the, it's two of the top four riders, so it's not always potentially going to be the same riders. People, team managers have a choice of... Um, Horses for courses, if you like, but uh, it's more meetings, um, and hopefully the public get behind it because, you know, as you as you just said, that the lineup for the first uh, meeting at Peterborough is is all the top guys really, so it should be an absolute cracking night, and um, hopefully it brings a bit more spice to the to the season for the fans as well because it's it's pretty much one a month as you go forward for the rest of the year. Now, the Premiership Pairs competition has something else that's a little bit different about it in that it's going to be shown live on the British Speedway Network, which is the new streaming service that so far has been covering championship meetings and uh, now moving into the Premiership, which um, I can assure you as being one of those involved with uh, British Speedway Network, everybody's hugely excited for and and excited to be visiting these tracks around the uh, Premiership over the, the coming months. Um, if you want to get your season pass for it, uh, they're available now for £49. And you do get, get a discount if you're already a subscriber to the British Speedway Network. You'll, uh, you'll have a, a voucher code in your, uh, your emails, so check those. And there's also a chance to win um, a pass for all six meetings on the social media pages of all six of the Premiership Clubs plus the Speedway GB social media as well. So check those out and follow the instructions. The reason why there's an extra charges it's an extra service you know it was uh, it was added on to uh, to what was already happening uh, the championship fixtures that that were already uh, planned are, are still going to be happening so no change there this is all extra stuff so that's why uh, there's a bit of an extra charge but 49 quid for six matches with some of the world's finest riders involved and it could all come down to a big showpiece finale in Bellevue because the scores are uh, cumulative it all rolls over from one round to the next and it's all going to end up in Bellevue at the National Speed Stadium on September the 12th with a big finish. Absolutely, and it, I think it will be exciting right to the end. And as you said, it's, it's great to be on the BSN. Um, I subscribe to it myself, so I see you know the the, the product and the uh, racing that's been on there from the from the championship. And I think it's a it's a really good deal actually because in the climate that we're living with fuel prices and everything else, that the deal to watch all six um, is is fantastic. So. Um, if you can't make it, then that's certainly the way to go, um, and it will be a really good night of speedway. So, um, as you said, each round offers something different, um, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a different few faces in there. But uh, it's it's a good competition, and um, all the riders are you know signed up for it. So it's uh, good news for British Speedway. So um, let's talk about the lineups. Then it's going to be two riders from the top four in the averages of each team at the time of the meeting because the competition is going to run between now and September. Clearly things can change within teams and you could have somebody injured or whatever. So you might be asking, how does that work? So it's the time of the meeting in the averages. So it could be a bit of a movable feast. But right now, here are the lineups for Monday at Peterborough for round one of the Premiership pairs. And what a lineup, though. Here we go. Bellevue Aces, represented by Max Frick and Brady Kurtz. Ipswich, former world champion Jason Doyle, along with uh, former British champion Danny King. For Kings Lynn, it's Josh Pickering and Richard Lawson. For Peterborough Panthers, Michael Palm Toft and Chris Bomber Harris. 
Sheffield Tigers send out uh, Grand Prix star Jack Holder and current British champion Adam Ellis. And for Wolverhampton Wolves, it's Sam Masters and Ryan Douglas. They will also be fielding their rising stars, the uh, respective teams as well, uh, who can, uh, can take some rides through the course of the meeting. I won't bore you with all the rules and regulations at the moment, but those are the lineups. But it's an absolute stellar lineup. You know, you've got what, three Grand Prix stars there, a world champion, British champions. It's all on show. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and like I say, I think that that's that's something that really stands out about this competition. You know, it's not diluted in, in any way, shape, or form. Um, one of the criticisms over the last few years has been, you know, we don't always get to see the top guys, but as you've just pointed out, there's this champions galore, you know, in there, whether it's Grand Prix, national championships, um, and they're all races as well. So, um, like, I think it'll be a fantastic uh, product for the whole season, but also a really good night of racing on Monday, which is something a little bit different. And um, hopefully, like I say, the fans really get behind it because. Uh, you know, when you come up with these new ideas, people want changes and, and that's what's happened. So um, we've tried to do that. And also a little bit more freedom, perhaps, for the, the team managers as well, because one of the rule changes for the Premiership pairs is that um, you can you can make a switch of the gate positions. So you're going to have your, your riders out in their usual helmet colours, but a rider that might be scheduled to ride off gate one can actually be switched to gate three relatively short notice and that's a nightmare for the graphics on on the live stream i can tell you that but um a a bit of extra excitement for the fans yeah absolutely um i think uh we wanted to give the team managers a bit more control over the meetings because you know again it's something that we're looking at but as a team manager and a former team manager myself sometimes it's frustrating that uh in league matches you really only get one roll of the dice sometimes um whereas here you know someone's going better gate three and four or they prefer the outside line and uh, you want an option with that, then uh, you, could, you as a team manager, you can do that. Um, so I think you'll see a lot of tactics playing out over the meeting as well, which is something that's a little bit fresh. Um, and certainly I think the fans all want to be team managers when they're sat there. And you know I'm sure it'll give them plenty of talk about uh, as to what they would do, who should be on gate two and who should be on gate four and so forth. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Something new for Speedway. Um, I mean, it's not. I know the idea of a pairs tournament isn't new, but presented in this way, it is. And I think uh, an extra source of, of excitement and intrigue for the fans. And, of course, if you can't make it to the track, you can watch it wherever you are in the world. You have literally no excuse. <laughs> it's going to be live-streamed, as we mentioned, on the British Speedway Network. Just a word about that service um dale because this is something new and it's shone a a spotlight on some fantastic racing in the championship so far and and visiting some tracks that we don't ordinarily get to see on the tv and that's the whole purpose really to 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 shine a light on these matches that tremendous speedway racing is happening and uh you know they're not on the tv so we're going to give people the chance to, to to watch them wherever they may be absolutely and like i say it's been a fantastic addition um you know, I mean, Eurosport do a great job with, with the Premiership uh, throughout the year, but we were always lacking extra content. Um, and as you've just said, I think if you sign up to both um, packages, then that's about 40, 41 meetings, um, which is phenomenal. You know, and it's uh, for, for a Speedway fan to watch that and experience different tracks around the country, um, it's brilliant. And, you know, there's a bit of a comedy value with uh, young Mr. Bowen as well from time to time. Um, with his commentary, so, um, but I think everyone enjoys that. So um, no, it's it's been a breath of fresh air, and um, long may it continue. And 
you know, who knows? I think the Premiership have dipped their toe into the water with this and maybe it's something that will be expanded upon in the future. So here are those fixtures in full for the new Premiership Pairs competition, which begins on Monday at Peterborough, May 23rd for round one. Round two will be at Ipswich at Foxhall Stadium on June the 16th. Round three, it's Kings Lynn on July the 7th. Round four goes to Monmore and Wolverhampton. July the 18th. What a week of speedway for you if you go into the Grand Prix in August, by the way, because uh, after the uh, after the Grand Prix, the week after, round five is at Sheffield on August 18th. And the final round, it all comes down to the National Speedway Stadium for round six at Bellevue, September the 12th. So uh, that's uh, the, those are the fixtures. And Dale as well, this, this gives fans of all six premiership clubs something else to cheer for, something else to hope for, because you know, it's another trophy that you could win regardless of your league form. Absolutely. And as you've just pointed out, you, know, you, you might not be having a great league season, but you could win the pairs and win a trophy in September. So it keeps everyone uh, interested all through the year. And I think you look at all the teams, they've all got really strong top ends. Um, so it could be anybody's. Um, so I think it's really exciting and uh, really looking forward to it. Well, we're on the subjects of live streaming. Uh, busy week for the British Speedway Network. If you are a subscriber to the championship matches on there, uh, well, you've got uh, two matches coming up this week because British Speedway Network will be live from Wimborne Road, Pool Stadium, where it's the Pool Pirates versus the Berwick Bandits on Wednesday night, and then back on Friday for the match at Scunthorpe when the Scunthorpe Scorpions host the Newcastle Diamonds at the Eddie Wright Raceway. On the subject of pool, um, obviously they they took the decision to drop down a league, Dale, um, a year or two ago, and having massive success, and I know the the fans have have come around to it and enjoying the variety of tracks they're visiting in the championship at the moment, but they hit 58 points against Newcastle, went away to Redcar and and won there as well, ending Redcar's home uh, record of being unbeaten and uh, you know the Berwick Bandits though bringing Chris Bomber Harris to uh, Pool Stadium back to his old stomping ground that's going to be quite an explosive one isn't it? Yeah I mean Paul are always strong at home and it's as you said Paul, Leicester, uh, Glasgow are the real powerhouses um, you know so it's no surprise to see them do so well but um, again best Berwick will be going there with Bomber um, all action and uh, he'll be giving it 100% so um, I think you know there's there's quite a few teams. You've mentioned Redcar, um, really strong, t- really strong team, um, and I'll, I would think they'll be in the mix as well as we go into the season. Well, going back to the last meeting at Pool Stadium, it was that big win, fifty-eight thirty-two over Newcastle at Wimborne Road last Wednesday. Steve Worrell scored a paid maximum with 13 plus two, and he's been speaking after that big win. Steve Worrell, 15-point paid maximum tonight. Absolutely brilliant. A great win for the Pirates, 58-32. That is just what we wanted. It is, yeah, and um, the scoreline doesn't really reflect uh, Newcastle's performance. You know, if, uh, I think we had to swap a reserve out in one of them to try and just make sure we... You know, we kept chipping away at that at our, our lead, and um, I thought they gave us a real fight until right until the end of the meeting, and we kind of just, you know, stretched our legs and got away. But um, great performance from everyone, and obviously nice to get a win again. Great job done tonight, but of course now we move on to Friday up at Redcar. Slightly different task up there. Great team. It's going to be tough, isn't it? It is. It's a tough match. You know, the Redcar are similar to us. We we have a bit of a fortress here, and I think they do too. You know, and they've got 
some riders when I when I look at scores at their home track from um, from the early parts of the season. A lot of them are in very good form at Red Car, so it'll be a tough test for us. And hopefully, you know, if we if we all ride like we did tonight and you know get our heads down, I'm I'm sure we'll give them a good battle. And back here next Wednesday, BSN are in town. Uh, the British Speedway Network uh, for Berwick. So again, another tough team. We've got a big week ahead. That's it. The Berwick are a strong team. You know, they've got Bomber leading them out. Um, and especially when you look at their home form this year, they've been brilliant. So, um, yeah, a couple of uh, tough tests for us in the next few weeks. It's um, nice to go off the back of this, you know, off the back of a nice win. Um, everyone's positive and rolled well, and we'll take that into these next few meetings. 15-point pay maximum tonight. You've got a bottle of champagne there. Enjoy it. I will do. Thank you. That's uh, Steve Worrell there, I believe, talking to Scott Mitchell, the former BDO World Darts champion, who is uh, one of the hosts of the um, live streaming that Pool Speedway do themselves. And he has this great feature where he's taken the dirtometer to the next level. He's got a dartometer and he comes on the track with this massive like, eight-foot dart that he sticks in the track. So uh, I think Kelvin's got to raise his game slightly, but it's a great thing. This is No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. In just a couple of moments, we'll run through all the uh, most recent action across the various leagues and we'll look ahead to the matches coming up over the next week here on No Breaks, No Fear. No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. Welcome back, I'm Ian Brannan. I'm joined in this episode by Dale Allett, Director of Operations at Peterborough and Kings Lynn Speedway and a co-promoter at Kings Lynn, of course, as well. But lots of experience in the sport, team manager at Peterborough, team manager at Kings Lynn and much more besides. We're going to have a look at the fixtures that are coming up over the course of the next seven days or so now. And, well, first of all, we've had some big results over the course of this week so far. Um, first of all, at Sandy Lane, where an incredible win for the Birmingham Brummies and their new signing, Justin Sedgman, did the business, scoring 14 points on his debut for the Brummies. He, of course, is replacing Adam Ellis in the side, who's heading off to uh, race a little bit more in Europe. Scott Nichols was top scorer for the Oxford Cheaters. It finished Oxford 42, Birmingham 48, and three big points on the board for the Birmingham Brummies. But more than the result, Result though, how great it is to, to have Oxford back in British Speedway and this this great name from the past now uh, now back and visiting tracks across the country. Fantastic to see them back, isn't it? Because they've been a, it gives hope for all the other clubs. I mean, we've uh, we've seen lots about Coventry and recently, um, and let's hope uh, the example that Oxford have set can can see other clubs come back as well. Yeah, fantastic to have them back. The other results from uh, Tuesday night then was at uh, Plymouth at the Coliseum where the Plymouth Gladiators made that home advantage count once again and another good night for Ben Barker. It finished Plymouth 49, Berwick 41. Chris Harris, the top scorer for the Bandits, but another three points on the board for Plymouth. Uh, Berwick Bandits move on to Poole on Wednesday night, as I mentioned earlier, and that uh, clash you can see live-streamed on the British Speedway Network on Wednesday evening. The other fixtures then coming up through the course of this week. Um, we've uh, mentioned about um, Poole and Berwick, but uh, it's chance for Oxford to exact immediate revenge against the Birmingham Brummies uh, back at Perry Bar on Wednesday evening getting underway at 7.30 and looking ahead to Thursday in the Premiership it's your side Dale Allett the Kings Lynn Stars 
getting a chance to have another go at the Bellevue Aces. Of course, the, the pair met on Monday night at the National Speedway Stadium. Kings Lynn, if you remember, claimed a point there and uh, hoping for three points on the board on Thursday night against the Aces. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been a bit of a break because of uh, uh, the last meeting being cancelled and uh, we, as a, as a team at Kings Lynn, they'll want to get you know points on the board. Um like I say, a good result on Monday, but they, they need to finish the job at home. Um, I know Alex will be looking for a home win. Um, four points from the two meetings will be a good start. Equally, uh, Lemo will be coming, wanting to take four points himself. Um, so, uh, again, the, uh, I think as a league as a whole, it, it's going to be quite tight. You know, you've seen Ipswich go to Wolverhampton and, and win, but then they lost at home to Sheffield. So, um, probably Bellevue, Sheffield still on paper anyway look perhaps the strongest two at the moment um but it's all about getting in the playoffs and and once you do that then uh you know it's anybody's as we as we've seen many many times well the sheffield tigers are in premiership league cup action on thursday night um a rearranged fixture against the wolverhampton wolves sheffield v wolves at ollerton at 7 30 on thursday night and uh dale you've got to say sheffield i know a lot of people fancying them to be favorites but it's hard to argue with that isn't it so far five wins on the bounce and they're looking absolutely unstoppable at the minute yeah, great team. Um, signing of Mutliak coming in uh, has really bolstered them and coming on quite a low average, uh, really good value. So, um, yeah, the winner of that, uh, I think Wolves have got to take uh, all four points to qualify for the final uh, against Kings Lynn, um, where Sheffield just need to win at home. So um, once that happens, then I'm sure the final dates will be uh, wrapped up pretty quickly. So, um, But yeah, again, you look at every team and they've, they've got some real value uh, riders, you know, Ryan Douglas is flying for, for Wolverhampton. Unfortunately, had a bit of an injury recently, but hopefully he'll be back uh, scoring uh, as he normally does. Um, but you can, like I say, you can you can look at every team. And I think this year the league's probably stronger than it's been for the last couple of years. So it's Sheffield versus Wolves at Ollerton on Thursday night. And the winner will face the Kingsland Stars in the final of the Premiership League Cup. But how the fortunes of Kings Lynn have changed. We touched on this earlier, Dale, but to find yourself in a in a cup final so early in the season, which is a fantastic achievement, quite the contrast to last year. Yeah, I think over the winter it was very obvious Kings Lynn needed to rebuild after you know what was really a poor season last year um, and go out and, and freshen things up, which is uh, exactly what, what's happened with people like Josh Pickering and Richie Wall coming in and Nils Christian Everson. Um, Who's, who's been a big plus. Um, unfortunately, Peter Kilderman got injured in, uh, at the start of the year and then got injured again. Um, but Nils has, uh, we've worked out that Nils can stay uh, for the rest of the year, which is great. And uh, the P's at M have helped us with that as well. So it's a good uh, fit for everyone. So just to confirm then, Nils Christian Everson will be staying in the Kingsland Stars lineup for the rest of the season. Yes, he is, yeah which will come as, I think, great relief to a lot of the Kingsland Stars fans. Obviously, a bit of uncertainty for a time, but but great that you've uh, managed to get this this agreement through and he's going to stay. No, like I said, lots of talks took place and um, Nils wanted to stay and we, we managed to come to a, an agreement um, with, with all the federations, really, which is, which is great news. Um, and I think uh, there's a willingness to work together a lot more now between the federations. You know, it's people are realising that there's not thousands and thousands of speedway riders out there. So, uh, you know, we all want the best product that we can have and uh, we need to work together on that. Do you see that in, in 
maybe next year we might be in a position where those things that maybe tie riders to certain countries might be relaxed a little bit more and we see a bit more fluidity between the nations? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, there's a lot of talks going on now. I mean, it's not a simple uh, a simple fix, but it's uh, there's a willingness to go forward with it from all sides. And um, that's something that perhaps wasn't there a year or two ago or even you know pre-COVID. So um, I think people are realising, like I said, that there's, there's not a massive pool of riders and we do need to work together to try and you know, ensure that A, that pool gets bigger, which uh, Discovery Plus are trying to do with the Grand Prix 2 and everything else that they're putting into place. So there's lots of initiatives to try and uh, increase the, the rider pool and the quality of the product. OK, interesting stuff. Watch this space, folks. Uh, let's get back to the upcoming fixtures then. And Friday, well, a big one at Edinburgh. Um, it's the Edinburgh Monarchs versus the Red Car Bears. Uh, meanwhile, uh, elsewhere in Scotland, uh, the Glasgow Tigers host the Pool Pirates. What a fixture that is at the top of the championship table. And uh, the fixture that's going to be live streamed on the British Speedway Network on Friday is from the Eddie Wright Raceway, Scunthorpe Scorpions versus the Newcastle Diamonds. Now, I know Newcastle haven't had the best start to the season, but they've been picking up some impressive guests along the way to fill in for Bradley Wilson-Dean. And uh, there could be a surprise package here and this meeting could be a little closer than a few are expecting. Yeah, I think it's key to who Newcastle bring as a guest. You know, there's a few teams not riding. Um, you know, they, if, they, if they can find a track specialist to come, um, I think, uh, you know, it could be quite an entertaining meeting. Um, but to me, that's key. Yeah, that They've got to find someone... Uh, you know, that can ride Scunthorpe well. They've got a couple of riders that can also do that. So um, I think that could be a, a better fixture than what perhaps people, you know, initially think. Um, Red Car Edinburgh as well. Um, I mean, there's, there's lots of big guns there, isn't there? There's Sam Masters, we've mentioned Pickering. There's Eric Riss, former British champion Charles Wright and uh, Lewis Kerr as well. So, um, yeah, lo- lots of great speedway up and down the country. So, you know, if you can't, can't get to your track, then watch it on BSN. And, um, you know, follow, follow your uh, local teams. Now, I'm not sure if Chris Harris will be uh, in the market for filling in for um, Bradley Wilson-Dean because he is heading to Hungary on Saturday to Naga Hallas for the European Championship qualifier number three. He's our only British um, participants in that tournament and uh, of course at stake a, a place in the Speedway European Championships and far from being done with Speedway here's Chris Harris who's guesting day in day out it seems at the moment he's all over the place seems to be racing pretty much every day and uh, competing for a place in the European Championships too it's great to see yeah there's a running joke at Peterborough where we think that Bomber could actually ride for almost every team in the UK by the end of the year <laughs> um, you know, guesting which he's well on the way to doing already so um, yeah you can never write Bomber off you know he, he never knows when he's beaten um, I think it's all down to, to what the track will be there uh, on the day because if there's a little bit of grip on the track you know Bomber's brilliant and he'll use that and he'll pass people and um, you know he's got a really good chance I think if if it's hard and slick and you know, that's going to be a bit more difficult for him because they're not the conditions he loves. But um, certainly if the track's good, then I'm sure he'll put on a show and uh, hopefully get a qualification spot. I don't think there's a track that Bomber can't ride, though. And I think the tracks that a lot of the riders maybe will say, oh, it's, it's not right or whatever, Bomber just seems to just get on with it, whether it's ruts or whatever, just plough through it. Probably the grass track background, maybe, but he's, uh, he's unfazed. Yeah, it's great to work with because, you know, like you say, you've just hit the nail on the head. 
Um, you know, he, he never whinges. He just goes out, rides, rides what's there, really. Um, and um, yeah, it's a breath of fresh air in that way because you know sometimes it, tracks are difficult, but he will go out and lead by example. And uh, whether it's his, his background or he's a, he's a little bit crazy as well as we all know with Bomber, so probably a bit a bit of everything to be fair. I think every speedway rider has got that little bit of crazy in them just to do it in the first place. Let's uh, crack on with the rest of the fixtures that are happening. Um, so um, I mentioned the championship fixtures. There's a National Development League fixture on Friday. Bellevue Colts hosting the Leicester Lion Cubs. And also in the National Development League on Saturday, Berwick Bullets host the Kent Royals. And it's the Leicester Lion Cubs hosting uh, Mildenhall Fen Tigers on uh, Saturday. Both those fixtures get underway at 7 o'clock. And then on Sunday, it's the Red Car Bears hosting the Edinburgh Monarchs, uh, a rare Sunday fixture at um, the Echo Arena. It gets underway at five o'clock, which is uh, great in the northeast because um, the planned fixture for Newcastle, who were going to be taking on Scunthorpe, that's been rearranged. Of course, uh, Newcastle having some track work done at the moment. And then um, the fixture after that will be Monday and the uh, Premiership pairs. Round one, we've talked quite a bit about that, but it gets underway at Peterborough. 7.30 the start time. Um, Dale Allett, just to ask you, is there any changes to how people go about getting the tickets? You can just turn up at the gate. There's no prior booking required or any limitations or uh, changes to prices or anything that people should know? Yeah, same same kind of price as uh, normal, normal admission, so nothing's changed there. Um, yeah, just just, just turn up on the day and pay on the gate, which is uh, we've, we've been doing for a while, but um, as well as online ticketing. But on this occasion, it is just pay on the day. Um, you know, we've got plenty of space. Uh, you get two, I think two thousand three hundred in the grandstand. So, um, you know, it'll be a good meeting. I mean, do get there a little bit early if you want a good seat because uh, it's first come first served. That you don't pay extra to be in the grandstand, but there's loads of great viewing around the showground. So. Um, you know, where, wherever you are, you will get a good view of the racing. Really looking forward to it. Looking forward to my my first trip to Peterborough. Actually, I've never been to Peterborough Speedway in person until now. I've been there many times watching it on the TV, but I've never actually been in person. Um, and it's because I live hundreds of miles away. Frankly, that's the reason why. And uh, heading there for the first time with the British Speedway Network on Monday. And uh, don't forget, wherever you are in the world, you can watch it online as well. If you can't make it in person, forty nine pounds for a season pass for the uh, six fixtures to cover the Premiership Pairs competition. Uh, so get in there now while that deal is there and uh, you can enjoy all the action between now and uh, September when it all wraps up at the National Speedway Stadium in Manchester. Good luck to everybody taking part in it. Um, hoping for some safe racing, some fast and exciting racing. And here's to a great meeting and uh, good luck to you as well, Dale Allett, for uh, that uh, meeting because being operations director, no doubt you've got a bit of extra work on your plates. But um, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. It's been a pleasure and uh, we'll speak soon. Great. Uh, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you then. My thanks once again to Dale Allett, operations director at Peterborough and Kings Lynn Speedway for uh, his thoughts on the action that's both coming up and uh, that's been happening over the past few days or so that wraps it up for no breaks no fear for this week thanks for your company don't forget to keep up to date with everything happening across british speedway 
online on our social media pages. You can find it all on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we will be back next Wednesday with another episode of No Breaks, No Fear. Looking back on the action from the opening round of the Premiership Pairs competition and uh, whatever else has been happening over the last seven days. At the point of recording this, we don't know yet, but listen to the next episode to find out. Thanks for listening once again and we'll be back next week. No Breaks, No Fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Podcast Network.